episode 25, Vegetables. All right, not that creative, but better than. And we're back. <laughs> and we're back. Oh, here we go. <sighs> Welcome back, everybody, to the three D printing factory. <laughs> so last time, the sounds of the three D printers were, you know, pretty much toned down. But I don't know if we'll be able to do it with eight printers running, <laughs> especially uh, the resin printer where it goes dirt. <laughs> so if you hear. Dirt. That's the no. Thing. It doesn't go dirt. It sings. It goes wah wah wah. No, it's not. It's Listen. literally dirt. No, it goes wah wah wah. Listen, okay. ready? This is great. Good, good content here. Yeah. See? Wah wah. Do, dee, dee. Okay. Anyway, now that we've lost every listener. I love the sound of uh, of stepper motors. They're great. That's danger zone when we both are drinking the same drink and we're putting it on the same side. Wouldn't be the first time we've mixed things. That just sounds horribly wrong. <laughs> Insert right. terrible innuendo here. So I'm going to drop something on you that's probably going to be sacrilegious to the Babbleheads following. Oh boy. What mm-hmm. have we got? I'm thinking about trying something. Okay. And, uh... Is it ballet? I want you to keep an open mind. Is it... Is your is, mind open? Is it... Is it pseudoscience? No. Well, kind of, but no. Alright, lay it on me. I think I'm gonna try... And it almost hurts me to say this. I think I'm gonna try going vegetarian for a couple weeks. I know. I know. There are not many times in my life I've been rendered speechless. <laughs> I know. This is one of them times. On a podcast, no doubt. No less. Why? So Let's he- hear it. Lay so here's me the, the reasons. I, I want to be completely upfront that I do not think in any way that this is going to be like a permanent solution for me. Because even, you know, all of the vegetarian doctors, whatever, they're all like, yeah, you just have to supplement. And I don't think that's the right path. That if you can't get your nutrients from food, then it's probably not the best plan. But we also, neither of us, eat that well. So my goal is... There's a lot of stuff that's vegetarian that I like, and I'm not talking pizza or like. I mean, cheese pizza is technically vegetarian, isn't yeah. it? As are Doritos, and yeah. Oreos. So, what the goal is is I want to go, like, just dive right in to the deep end where it's you know trying to be really healthy with it. And just for a couple weeks, just to say I've given it the good old college try and up my veggie game just a little bit. So at that point, why don't you just skip the whole vegetarian thing and just eat more vegetables? Well, so here's the thing. It's to, as I said, up my veggie game. And what I mean by that is if I can make myself like it as just the sole meal, I can move it into everything else and start. I want to start doing like what Joe Rogan does, but not to the same extent where when I'm supplementing with meat, so like I'm bringing meat back in, I want it to be good stuff where it doesn't need to just always be junk, like whatever I want. Like, does that make sense? Like chicken tenders and nuggets and all that stuff. I want to cut that out. Then, no, the approach doesn't make sense to me. So the approach the approach is killing me because it's one to, you can just make the same decision just with meat in it. Yeah, but I won't. The, the decision is I'll not inclusive eat, of meat. Because I've done that before and I just eat a lot more of the protein. 
That's so from my previous experience. So what happens when you eat veggies for a month and then only veggies for a month and then you get so effing sick of veggies because you love meat and then you get it's to the end of the month and you're point. like <laughs> it's not gonna get to that give point. me all the meat and then you eat nothing but steak for two months it's not gonna well maybe Which that will. would actually be a good thing. that's a carnivore diet that w- i don't think that would be a bad thing so it's just about eating good meat that's yeah. my thing so like i don't care about going vegetarian that's never gonna happen i'm a meat eater yeah. like through and through it's just the way i am so I don't disagree with you because we both love fine meats. We've talked a I whole have, episode about meat. I have no problem with people who are vegetarian or vegan. I mean, yeah. as long as you're not like the, uh, yeah. that, you know, that type of, yeah. of well, vegan. This is going to start a whole conversation. But really for me, it's like I want to say that I had the the tenacity and the fortitude to do it for at least a short amount of time. I don't want to be like, I'm trying to be open to new things and my knee-jerk reaction of just like, oh God, why would I ever do that? I want to take that out of the equation and be like, I've never personally done it, so how can I say that it won't work for me if I don't give it the good old college try? So that that's my stance on I, it. I guess. I just know that I personally have zero desire at all. To but, do that. But here's my thing. And again, I am not an expert at all. But I, what I'm trying to say is if you did it and you felt so much better and come to find out that is the ideal thing for you. Pause. Hello. That's Andrew, Tasha's boyfriend, fiance. Ah. Did Tasha just go through too? Yeah. Okay. All right. Unpause. Unpause. So, if you did a vegetarian diet for a couple weeks and felt the best you ever had in your life, were healthier, do that, is that worth taking meat out for you? If it's going to make you feel better all the time. I know myself, and I felt better doing any other diet literally any other diet other than the one i'm currently doing which is whatever i want to eat true so when i was doing keto for example i felt way better i had way more mental clarity i just felt better in general and um you know what happened is uh i got sick of it and then i started eating double quarter pounders again yeah keto like the vegetarian diet it would be actually worse very extreme because at least on keto i can have steak and yeah. steak is like my favorite thing. Well, you don't really, I don't want to say you don't like vegetables, but you're not a big no, vegetable To guy. be honest with you, vegetables are probably my least favorite of the food yeah. groups. And that, that makes every diet kind of tough. It just makes every diet kind of tough. Yeah. Like, I can't, I can't, I mean, I probably could if I just really put my mind to it, but it's super hard for me to want to sit down and eat like a salad. Yeah. Or like a plate of broccoli. See, I, that, that doesn't bother me as much. I wish that I could do that. Like, I don't know what it is, man. I, well, obviously I'm a food addict, but I I just just, don't think you've prepared the vegetables the right way. And that, because honestly, sometimes they can be really good. And I think, and I don't mean to say this as an insulting or demeaning way, because I was there too, before I lost the weight the first time, is that, uh, you're, your palate and how you eat is like a kid. Yeah. And I, again, I'm not saying that to demean you or whatever. I think. Well, you're not wrong. Many adults now eat like that because they never learned how to eat like you should and like an adult because we come from that age where it's, oh, we don't have time to make dinner. Let's go get McDonald's. Yeah. Um, so we lost a lot of that good nutrition from sitting down and eating the home cooked meals like that, which you might have had a little bit more than I did. I, I didn't have it all. You. Yeah, but we My still mom have used to cook quite a lot. Yeah, we still have that leaning on 
fast food. Both of us do. Oh, my God, yeah. So I think it really is a lot of mental stuff with you when it comes to vegetables. Because, like, your mom's an excellent cook, so I don't mean to say she didn't prepare vegetables, right? She didn't make vegetables, like, ever. Ah, well, then, okay. I mean, she did occasionally, but... To be honest with you, like... Well, they did the Atkins diet for a long time, too. From the majority of my adolescence. Yeah. But either way, like... So, like, if my mom made a home-cooked meal, I'm trying to think back of, like, stuff that she would make. But most of the time when she would make a home-cooked meal, it would be like, you know, uh, tonight we're going to have, you know, cube steak Mm -hmm. with, like, cottage cheese. And that would be our... That would be dinner. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Or, or like, uh, which I can have as like a keto diet yeah. meal. Or like, um, or let's see, another, a lot, we, we did eat a lot of like pasta type dishes and stuff, which mm-hmm. I know is bad. And um, what else did she make that was, I mean, she make, now she makes different stuff that we didn't have when I was a kid. Like, yeah. she'll make like, uh, there's this one thing that she makes that's super good that's like a zucchini uh, like uh, su- squash, like casserole dish. Yep. And that's delicious. And she makes, oh, she makes this pumpkin soup mm-hmm. that's just killer. I I used to hate soup when yeah. I was a kid. I never wanted soup. I remember you told me that before. And I, now, I like, every once in a while, it's like, yeah, I want some soup. Yeah. But either way, my mom always cooked, she cooked quite a bit growing up. But actually, the funny thing is, is the person who probably cooked the most in my house was me. Like, I used to make dinner for everybody. Hmm. And I made a lot of pizza. Yeah. But, like, homemade pizza. Like, I used to roll out the dough. I mean, I was from scratch. I'd buy the dough and then roll the dough out and make out make it you know, on a pizza stone. And oh, that just little Bryson out there rolling. I was, like, 10 years old making pizzas for the family. That's pretty cool. Um, yeah, so I was doing most of the cooking when I was at home because no one else wanted to do it. Um, and that's when I started doing stuff like... Uh, Throw in spinach, onions, and peppers into a saute thing, and then putting that over like a piece of chicken with a little bit of melted cheese on top. Yeah, I was watching, I was watching YouTube the other day. You uh-huh. ever, you ever have YouTube take you down alleys you didn't expect it goes down? Absolutely. So I was just watching YouTube all innocently, like, and um, it took me to this guy who lives in his van, mm-hmm. which is like a thing. I found out, yeah, thanks to YouTube. Um, that's called like van life and it's people who live in their van exclusively yeah, and they travel and they around. travel around. Yeah. So the one that I was watching was this woman who was with her, her husband and they were in like North Dakota and mm-hmm. it's during the winter time. This was like last winter, I guess. And I'm watching her cook and, uh, I'm like, who, who, who cooks like this? Like people do this. This is a thing. <laughs> so she was like making something up and she'd like. She's like, okay, I'm gonna make, uh, I'm gonna make this pasta dish, and she got like this homemade uh, pasta sauce that her friend made her in a ball jar, which mm-hmm. that's cool. Uh, that that that's not that far out for me. So she got that, and then she puts that in the pan, and she's like sautéing it up to like you know get the flavors out of it. She adds a little bit of garlic to it. I'm like, cool, you got me. I'm we're, we're following. And then she adds some spinach, baby spinach to it, which yep. even that I can I can track with that. And then she starts dumping in. It's like some shit I've never even seen people use. Like a whole, like, fistful of nutritional yeast. Yep. And, like, all this other crap. She's just, yep. like, dumping this stuff in. I'm like... And then I watched, like, two or three more of their videos, and I was like, every meal she made, she was dumping nutritional yeast and, like, yep. all this stuff in there. I'm like, what is this person? She must have been vegetarian. No. Actually, that was something she said on one of her videos. She was like, just so you guys know, we are not vegan in any way. She's like, we do try to eat really healthy, but we are not vegetarian or vegan. Because yeah. nutritional yeast and stuff like that. Is the supplements is you're super, talking yeah, about. Yeah, it's super popular and vegetarian and vegan from what I've heard. So what started this whole thing is a documentary came out on uh, YouTube, not YouTube, Netflix. Is it about the meat industry? No, it's about uh, a guy who was an MMA fighter that went vegetarian after he got hurt. And they make a lot of, like, crazy claims. Of course they do. And they meet all these vegetarian athletes. And here's my thing. 
I don't necessarily buy into the whole whatever they said, because a lot of it just makes me go, wow, that's just doesn't, excuse me, make sense at all. But that meat I'm not an expert. Coming back to bite you. Yeah. So I'm not an expert either. So I try and avoid those knee-jerk reactions when I'm no expert. I don't know how any of this stuff works. Yeah. So I try to have a little bit of plausible deniability on it or whatever the phrase I'm looking for is. <laughs> but then a guy comes on, Chris Cresser goes on Joe Rogan. Yeah. And they rip apart the movie and kind of go with what I say so then they have the guy that was in the movie come on and like discuss slash you know say this is what you got wrong about my movie and I didn't like the guy at all because he just acted like it was just not a good interview and the guy came off as like a jerk and it's like here's the thing if you're trying to say Bryson I want you to go vegetarian, and here's why. And I'm just insulting you. Like, you say something and be like, well, you're actually wrong about that. I've talked that's to, the horrible that's, way to do that's it. That's the kind of vegan that I was mentioning earlier. The type of vegan that's like the proselytizing vegan. Yeah. That's like, I'm vegan, and this is why you should be vegan. Yeah. Because it's the only way you should be, because yeah. you should be like me, and I'm better than yeah, you. Yeah, so I don't, I don't buy that for a second. So not that let me clarify, that's not to say every vegan is that way. No, 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 which is not true at all. But there are and that goes for every class or every sort of belief system or whatever. Everybody's got that person who's like my way or the highway. Yeah. Well, that's why I was hoping that Dan could come today because he's vegetarian. I didn't even know that. Is he vegetarian or vegan? I have no I'm idea. Sure. So I want to say I don't like, want to speak for him, but I think he's vegan. Maybe. And I was talking with him a little bit about it. And, um, I'm like, so here's my thing. Why I'm bringing this up is literally what I'm saying is I don't know. And the only way I'm going to ever trust anything is to try it myself. So I like the idea of doing what, what wrote, we talk about Rogan so much, but it's whatever. It is what it is. Yeah. Uh, I like the idea of doing what Rogan did because I'm not a huge fan of factory farming either. I mean, to me, it's a kind of a necessary evil to feed however many people there are on earth mm-hmm. right now. But um, by the same ticket, I'm not a huge fan of the way that things are handled. And I don't like the way meat is handled in general. Yeah. I, d- I feel like it's not it's not taken good care of. And by the time it gets to us, it's lost a lot of its quality. Yes. You know, so I, I like the Joe Rogan, I like Rogan's approach, which is, you know, he, w- he got to the point in his life where he's like, I, I don't want to be part of this anymore, the factory farming thing. He's like, so I'm either going to go out and hunt and kill my own food or I'm going to be vegan. Yeah. So if I had the time to go out and hunt and kill my own meat and make that my thing, then I would do that. But to be honest with you, I think ultimately where I'm probably going to land, because I know I'm not going to be able to be vegan or vegetarian. It's just not. There's just no way. I'd be miserable. I would be like the most miserable person ever. I don't. Again, I have to say, how do you know that? I mean, I don't. I don't, but yeah. I know that. So okay, so my the only other person in my life who's a v, a vegetarian who I am with all the time is my coworker We, yeah, uh, who we're doing a bunch of stuff for in the three yeah. D printing thing. Um, he is a vegetarian, and it's funny. He said to me, he said I was not a vegetarian, but then I married my wife, and she only ever cooked vegetarian, and she's mm-hmm. a very good cook. So he's like, you know, she always was making vegetarian stuff. So I just kept eating vegetarian stuff, you know, whatever she made for me, I ate. So breakfast, lunch and dinner, he was eating vegetarian stuff and she fed it to their kids and all that stuff. And he said, eventually he's like, I tried to eat some meat and had a horrible reaction. Like it just made me feel very ill and horrible. So he said, uh, basically he, he doesn't eat, he doesn't eat, uh, uh, fish or anything, he said anything, his rule is anything with blood, he doesn't eat it. Mm-hmm. And he said that uh, he can't. Like, if yeah. even if even if it's something that was cooked in the same pan as something that had meat in it, it just makes him ill. So that might, that sounds like a little bit of an extreme I'm not situation. Sure, I'm not sure I really want to be part of that. I don't, I don't think you need to worry about that, man. I think there's plenty of people so there's one guy, he's a YouTuber that they bring up when they're debunking the movie. 
and uh, he was vegan for a long time. And his channel was supposed to be about like extreme parkour, I think it was. And then he went vegan and it got more about like the lifestyle and all that stuff. And then eventually he dropped it and he's like, I feel better than I ever have like the last couple years. He's like, I try going back. He's like, I just can't. So I don't think personally that vegan or vegetarian is the ideal, ideal, you know, situation for people. Um, One, because all the experts, quote unquote, even vegetarians say, yeah, you have to take supplements. You need to supplement with like the nutritional yeast. You need to take B12 supplements. Um, I just don't know how I feel about that right now. I think eventually in the future, that's a lot of how we're going to eat. I think you're going to eat this whatever it is, and then you're going to just pop pills to get everything else you need. I'm not saying that's going to be in my lifetime. I would love a pill that does the opposite of that. So, like, I probably take in too many nutrients in a day. No, you don't take in too many nutrients. Too many calories. You take in too many calories. You don't, you're not, man, I just really crushed my B12 and (laughs) my vitamin C today. Man, I got 10 times. No, You know, not not for nothing. If I could do it, I would make every single meal that I eat steak and a vegetable. And I would be fine with that. And I would be healthier, like a lot healthier if I did that. Well, so. Compared to what I'm eating now. Chris Kresser, who he's not a nutritionist or whatever, he... I can't remember exactly what he is. He's an acupuncturist, but he also is whatever. Mm, Good old Eastern medicine. Yeah. So, um, but what I like is his stance is what you should eat is if you're looking at your plate, it should be mostly vegetables with some high quality protein. And I think that makes sense. You know, so for me, if I can get to the point where I don't look at vegetables as something to get through just so I can eat the meat, but as something that's just as good, I'd be okay with buying some, like going down to our local butcher and getting like, because you know that stuff is actual. That that was what I was getting to. I never actually finished that point. I never rounded it out. Yeah. Um, Where I was getting to is I would like to, in the next few years, no longer buy my meat from the grocery store. Yeah. So, um, actually, I guess for Christmas, uh, my father-in-law and mother-in-law are buying us a small chest freezer. Nice. So, I'm going to put that in the basement, and uh, I think that I'm going to stop. I'm probably going to buy a quarter of a cow Mm -hmm. and stock it. Um, The only thing I might buy from the store is, like, chicken. Yeah. So, but, but I think I might buy, well, maybe not. I might, might even just buy an eighth of a cow, like an eighth of a cow and then like part of a pig and just call it good and have it butchered, freeze it, vacuum seal. Honestly, I fresh is best. Yeah. Obviously fresh is best. Yeah. But vacuum sealed frozen meat is still really damn good. If it's good quality. Yeah. And it's like uh, flash frozen, which a lot of them do like not flash frozen, but you know what I'm talking about? Like sealed the right way and frozen the right way. Um, it, not wrapped with the little paper tray at the bottom and yeah, like, no, yeah, no, like, like in a vacuum seal bag yeah. and just done the right way. Yeah. That meat will be quality for like a couple of years. Yeah. And that's the thing is, so if we're going to jump back on Joe Rogan for a second, he kills these elk animals, whatever. That nice. sounds really good for the podcast when I hit the stand. Yeah. Um, but he kills it, then he gets it frozen, and then he keeps it in his chest freezer. And here's my He probably thing. has, like, 50 chest freezers, though. Yeah. Here's my <laughs> thing. Um, I haven't found game meat that I like enough to do that. You've obviously never had backstrap. We've talked about this before. <laughs> No, I haven't. But I also think that every single person I talk to, and every time I try it, well, you just haven't had it prepared the right way. I've had it prepared uh, so many different ways. Sometimes that's true. Sometimes it's not. Like, um, for me, the best example of that was bass. Yeah. I, I'm not a big fan of bass. I've never liked bass. I tried it pan fried and this and that. I probably tried it 50 different ways. Yeah. Because everyone's like, you don't like bass because it wasn't prepared the right way. And because it was just because it was so damn fishy. Like, yeah. I mean, 
it was okay. Like, I could eat it, but yeah. it was like, eh. I'd much rather eat, like, perch or... Yeah, uh, I like sun, perch. I like sunfish. I yeah. like all kinds of freshwater fish. I just don't like bass. Yeah. And I... And, uh, until I had a, an old guy up at uh, the camp we go to every summer. Mm. He's like, you know what? He's like, I promise you, I promise you that you're going to like my bass. And I'm like, all right, fine. Fine. I'll do it one more time. I'll try the bass. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. And it, I, I was like, okay, now I got to know. What's the secret? And he's like, all right. So he goes through this whole process, and he has them, like, marinade in, I think it's salt water overnight in the fridge. He does that, plus he mixes a special seasoning in with his breading before he fries the fish up. It's like this whole process. So at the end of the day, it's not even the fish that gives it the flavor. It's all the other junk. Maybe, but the brine is a pretty common thing with fish. Yeah. Brining it overnight, in, in all meats, for that matter. Yeah. So he basically brined it, and then he, turns out what he did to make, that made it delicious, the breading mm. was like 50% crushed up Cheetos. Yeah. So I, I don't <laughs> think that's, I don't think that's a good, a good uh, substitute. I'm pretty <laughs> sure he could have. Breaded a turd with yeah. deep fried Cheetos, yeah. and it'd probably be all right. So anyway, I think we've talked about before. You know, there's a real problem with the meat industry, quote unquote, and how it treats animals and stuff like that. Uh, I think we both agree, but I truly believe if you can't go and kill the thing you are going to eat, you probably don't have any. Right eating right it. Right eating it. So I'm not going to go out and kill a deer when I don't like the taste of deer meat. Yeah. Venison is just not my thing. But I'll tell you what. Some some of that might genuinely be not prepared the right way. True. But I'll also tell you what. But venison can also be really tough if it's not prepared the right way. i tell you what. All right, I'm listening. I'd go out and butcher a cow. Would I kind of feel bad for it? Yeah, I think well, like, if you don't have to if be, you don't feel a little bad for something you just killed, you're you're just yeah. That's something I think wrong yeah, with you. exactly. I mean, I think at some point butchers kind of just get numb to well, it. Yeah, probably. But, I mean, to be honest with you, the actual butchering portion, I'm not a fan of. Like the the actual doing the doing the killing portion, mm-hmm. I can do that. The uh, when you get to the to the cutting portions. It starts oh. to get. It starts to make me a little queasy. Yeah, because you're a wimp. Yeah, I guess I am. Um, I mean, I've seen probably I don't know twenty deer that have been you know being gutted or whatever, and it doesn't bother me to watch it. Like it really genuinely doesn't bother me to watch. It bothers me to participate. You know, my hands get up inside of there, and it's just a little. Ugh. See, I think uh, you have to be able to respect the animal. Oh, I do respect the animal. I just don't want my elbow in its guts. Then you have no right eating the meat. I can do it. <laughs> sure you can. I can do it. Um, but no, so I think to get to my whole point, I want to be able to be like, you know what? I'm going to eat some really good vegetables. I used to make like spaghetti squash. That's really good. I mean, the good news is you don't have to gut a spaghetti squash all the way. Yeah. It's not grody. Um, fun fact, uh, industrial farming for plants and stuff like that kills more animals per year <laughs> yeah. than animals that are butchered for meat. Yeah, I mean, we're It's talking, like something like 7 billion Yeah, but you're talking animals. different scale, obviously. You're talking large animals versus, like, squirrels. Yeah, but is a large animal's life worth more than a small animal's life? It's It weighs more. <laughs> small animals like so yeah i thought that was pretty interesting however yeah and that's uh, somebody said well you know you don't know about it how are you preventing it and it's like well once you know that's happening ignoring it is just as bad as if you were intentionally doing uh, it i mean a lot of those that logic can be applied to a lot of things i mean wind power kills more birds than nuclear power yeah <laughs> yeah so, um, anyway, I wanted to bring that up as kind of what I'm thinking I'm going to do. Uh, one, to just say I tried it. 
Two, I want to expand my horizons with what I prepare because it's typically it always centers around the meat portion. And as you've seen, like you had uh, you had Indian food for the first time ever, and that had a lot of stuff to do with meat. But they also have some really good like. I don't even want to say vegetarian. I'm not going to lie. If I could have a plate of like fresh broccoli and fresh like whatever else the Chinese restaurants put in general sow chicken without the chicken, I would eat that. I I can't imagine that'd be good for you. Like just the way that it's prepared. It doesn't even have to be that sauce. Like like Uh, you're talking about the soft soft sauteed broccoli and stuff with yeah. if it was like in some kind of a good seasoning i could eat that oh yeah we can do that we can do that i need to buy a walk yeah i uh i made the hibachi myself oh, i mixed some egg in with rice i put all kinds of veggies in there so good yeah it I was think... and i i well and then i uh garlic butter seared the scallops what you need to do is find a wife from, I don't know, maybe Japan. That's horrible. What's wrong with that? You're saying I need to find someone just so they cook for me. Yeah, I am. That's horrible. It's not just for that. Mm -hmm. That would be a bonus to a loving, fulfilling relationship that lasts a lifetime. But here's the thing. I don't mind cooking. It's just that my apartment isn't really conducive to cooking. I'm not I'm not saying you don't cook. I'm saying that I want you to get a wife who will also cook for me. Ah. <laughs> well, I was going to say what I really think you should do is go to your friend Hui uh-huh. at work and be like, listen, how much would it be for your wife to prepare meals for me for one <laughs> or two weeks and just see? And they might be like his. I think his wife is actually a cook. Yeah, like I'm. I'm not a hundred percent sure on that, but I think his wife actually works in a restaurant because he always has, like when he brings his lunch, it's yeah. always in like a takeout container. Uh huh. So you can't tell me that you've told me before his food always smells and looks delicious. Yeah. Doesn't mean I it think, taste good though. It scares me a little. I think it could. I think it would blow your mind. And I think if you did that for two weeks... Actually, I would not. I would love it if some of the people that I, when I go into the lunchroom at yeah. Stickley, if some of their wives prepared me some, some delicious food because I walk in there sometimes. I mean, sometimes I smell stuff and I'm like, whoa, yeah. like in a bad way. And sometimes I walk in there, I'm like, whoa, in yeah. like a really good way. I've seen... Uh, it's funny because like half of them use like the, like the glass Pyrex yeah. Tupperware containers instead of the plastic ones. And they'll bring out their lunchbox and I'll see because I go in there to like I don't go in there to like you know, know, do you anything go, good you go over there and shame I to go, get like chips <laughs> yes. or they're cookies. in there about to eat this beautiful home cooked four course meal in a lunchbox and I go in there to buy a diet Pepsi and a bag of Pring- and a you know can of Pringles yeah <laughs> Um, and so I'll go in there and I'll see them taking it out. It's like one, two, three, four, five containers of stuff. And then they'll have one big empty bowl and they'll just be yeah. mixing stuff in on a sauce over here. I'm like, man. Yeah. Ah, oh, um, look at that. My thing too is, so they talk about with vegetarian and vegan, how there's like the, uh, the honeymoon period with it where when you start doing it you feel really good and it can last a couple months to like a year uh, because you're changing from such a crappy diet to something that is well, could that happen with just changing your diet it could. regularly it oh could. my gosh I'm yawning in a way that's not good for a podcast no it could but here's the thing let's say and they say it usually takes like two to three weeks to take effect if in two to three weeks after I do this, I'm feeling great. I'm not tired all the time. Feel a lot better. Feeling motivated to do things. It's done what I've wanted from it. Yeah, I mean, but I felt that, again, I felt that same way when I did keto. Yeah. And I feel like that diet is more conducive to my taste. Yeah, but you never had, your plan was, I'm doing keto and keto is going to be my life. And I mean, that's the problem it with is keto. Your, but it is your life to a point. So no, you, it's your life. <sighs> 
That's the no. keto diet. Well, yeah, I guess it is. The keto diet is once you start, so your expectation is I you're would doing definitely, it for life. I would definitely be doing it for probably a year or two. Yeah. Like, that's basically what my dad did when he lost his huge chunk of weight. So he, he went from like three-ish, 100 pounds, down to like 190 or 185. Mm-hmm. And that was all over the course of less than a year. Yeah. And he did, he pretty much did strict Atkins. Yeah. And um, he followed it almost to a T where at the end of the, like, when he got to his goal weight, he no longer was quote unquote low carb, meaning 20 calories, 20 carbs or less a day. Mm -hmm. He moved to like 100 carbs or less a day, which is really very doable. Yeah. Like you can have a peanut butter and jelly sandwich if you want. Yeah. So here's the thing. Not every diet works for everyone, but the keto diet, that's rough. To go from how we eat now to jump into that. It's no different really than low carb though. It's basically the same thing. Just you have to eat more fat. Nah. So it is when I lost all that weight, you know what I did? Diet the, and exercise? For like the 30 to 40 pounds first. I just ate less of the same shit. That was literally, I just tracked what I ate, and I was under my calories for the day. And guess what? Some nights I went to bed hungry, but it worked. I was still eating pizza. I was still eating mac and cheese. I just made sure it was under the 2,000 calories a day. And then when that started to slow down, I threw in a little bit of exercise. And then when that started to slow down, I started supplementing better food. And by the time I got to about 230, 240, I was eating much, much better, prepping my meals and stuff like that. And that's how I got down to like 185. And I've, I have not weighed 185 since I think elementary school, man. And so for me, as we've talked about before, I've done it and I know how to do it. It's just finding that motivation to be like, all right. So at this point, why change it? If you had a thing and it worked. Because I've tried restarting it about 10 times and it didn't work. You think it? So I think I ate healthier when I was poorer. I think you didn't eat healthier. I think you just couldn't eat as much as you wanted to because you couldn't afford to. Like legit, I couldn't go and be like, you know what? I'm just hungry. I'm going to go get me a McDonald's double cheeseburger because guess what? I didn't have enough gas in the car. And two, I when I got there, what was I going to pay with? Yeah. Now I can just be like, yeah, I want it. And, and I it's go never just it. that. No, God, no. So I spent $30. No, I don't spend $30. I spent like $13 at McDonald's. Yeah. Um, Which, to be honest, back in the day, that would have gotten <laughs> you a, man, a meal for a family of six. Yeah. Now it's like if you get a double quarter pounder meal and a large, it's $10. Yeah. Which is sad that we know the prices of these off the top of our heads. But, um, so, like I said, I knew it would spark some conversation. Uh, I don't, I really don't think it's going to be something that I stick with, but I, I want to try it. And it makes, so for me, the other part that makes it kind of exciting is it's like a little bit of an experiment, you know? I guess. I mean, you could have it. (sighs) Dude. Like that's so I'm not again to do it. If so, you're trying to try to drop this on the podcast and guilt me into doing it with you, no. you might as well kick rocks. I want, but here's the thing I want to talk about. Like you're so against it and you've never even tried it. I'm so against it because I've eaten vegetables. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like I've never had a vegetable before. Yeah, but you have, maybe you haven't had the right vegetables. But I can do that and have a steak with it. I'm just saying, man, I, I think the the willingness not to try something new it's not is new. a bad rut. I would 100% eat vegetarian meals. I have no problem with that mm-hmm. at all. So, like, if if we, my boy we, can't, he actually asked me this at one point, and he hasn't done anything about it, but he said, hey, you know, it, would you, if if I had my wife make vegetarian meal for you and me, would you want it? And I said, yeah. Totally, I'd love to try what your wife's making. And he's like, okay. That was like three months ago. Nothing ever came of it. But that's the God's honest truth. If he came in one day for lunch and said, hey, Bryson, look, I got a second container of my vegetarian lunch for you to try. I'd be like, sweet, man. Thank you so much. And I would try it. And it'd probably be delicious. It is what it is, man. I'm not against trying vegetarian food. Yeah, I just... 
you do you real what is the worst that's gonna happen if for even just a week you didn't have any meat? I don't know. Last time I ate a salad. <laughs> yeah. We don't need to go into the details. <laughs> I think that's just your whole system is just so fucked. It probably is. I think that's the biggest problem. It's the fact that like your whole everything is just like in panic mode. It's like, what do we deal do with all this good stuff? We can't handle it. But, um, yeah, so I'm not diving into it without preparing, and that's going to probably take some time. So I'm thinking after the new year is when I'm going to do it, because the worst time to be like, I'm starting a new diet is right before Christmas. Yeah, that's what I'm waiting for, too. I actually have pretty much decided that I'm going to probably do low carb again. Mm-hmm. Not strictly keto, yeah. but just low carb. So it's probably going to be for the first four or five months, 20 or less carbs if I can manage it. Yeah. And I should point out that I'm not just saying, oh, well, I'm starting my diet at the in January. I'm trying to eat healthier now. Yeah. Like, I'm not just being like, oh, I c- it can wait. Because that's just, you're going to keep kicking it down the road. However, I'm not like, if I stop and have something that's not vegetarian or it's not really great for me, I'm not going to be like, well, so, I failed. Are you going to, uh, are you going to like bring back frozen bags of steamable vegetables with you to work so that you can have those for lunch? No. Because to be honest I with you. I need to prepare something that's actually to enticing. Be on- to be honest with you, the, uh seasoned brussels sprouts that you can buy that are steamable mm-hmm. good yeah i know i've had them all the steam fresh stuff is actually really good it is so i want to make sure it's something that i want to do and then that's it rice is vegetarian so i'll just make stir fry without things i can have wraps i'm gonna have wraps dude that don't have <clears throat> That don't have meat. That don't have all the things I want. So here's the thing. I actually made. uh, So what I did as like a little mini experiment. No. As a mini experiment. I went to a local uh, market, like a tiny uh, food market from where I work. And I'm like, if I was in a pinch and I had to eat something vegetarian, could I do it? So I went there. And I got some greens, like not greens like Utica greens, just like mixed uh, lettuces and stuff like that, spinach, all that stuff. That, I got a wrap. I got uh, long hot peppers. I got sunflower seeds. I got um, some dressing to put on it. And there was something else, some veggie. Um, And I wrapped that all up and I ate that, dude. And it tasted really good. So even though it didn't have my usual go-to of, like, what I would do from there was I would get the sliced uh, buffalo chicken. Right. Even though it didn't have that, it was still pretty good. So I definitely think it's plausible for me for a, at least a couple of weeks to give it a good <clears> shot. Because hummus is on there. Are you start eating buffalo tofu? No. I mean, that might actually not be half bad to throw some tofu that was tossed in buffalo sauce. So here's the wrap. thing that bugs me is uh, everybody's like, well, they have everything now. You can get vegan chicken wings. And I'm like, Except I don't for, yeah, you want, can't. I don't want vegan no. chicken wings. Stop it. I don't Stop want. It. S- Vegans. Vegans. Stop it. I don't want substitutions of things that I enjoy. But I can tell you what I would do. I would probably take cauliflower and bread it with some like almond flour and make, um, like uh, I, the cauliflower bites in buffalo sauce. They, that's you cool. can buy them. Yeah, I know. They're pretty tasty. Yeah. So that's the thing is it's like I want to make sure that it's stuff that I'm actually going to enjoy. So I'm not going to go grab just broccoli or remember the person we knew that used to grab just a head of lettuce and eat just a head well, of lettuce. Good Lord. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not going to do something crazy like that, but I, I legitimately want to try it. And then start introducing good things back in. And that's, you know, I like pasta. Do you like pasta? Yeah. yeah. I want to start introducing, you know, maybe some small homemade whole wheat pasta dishes, things like that. Because really, 
The trick is, and I think I've told you this before, is you can't go in with being like, this is my diet. Because diets are bullshit. It's really like how you how you eat is your diet. So there's no like, I'm going to do this diet and then I'll lose all the weight and I'll be fine. Because that's just you're setting yourself up for failure because you don't learn how to eat. It's much better to be like, this is my life. Now. This is how I'm going to eat and I'm OK with it because you neither you or I am never going to have pizza again. It's true. We're going to have pizza tonight. And that's the thing where they're like, well, I'm going to go low carb. It's like, well, that's not how you're going to eat and your whole life. just to celebrate your decision to go vegetarian after the first of the, of the year, we're going to get meat lovers. No. Um, yeah, we are. We're going to get multiple pizzas. So. Prepare yourself because I'm getting three meat lovers. And that's it. No. Nothing else. I'm going to snip your uh, upper lip with this clipper. It's going to be meat lovers and one's going to have olives on it and you can have that one. I love olives. I know. I don't, I, um, I, can, I don't. I just don't. But Yuck. again, you know... My goal is to find a way of eating that is sustainable, not I'm going to lose all this weight and then not know what to do, because that's that is kind of what happened to me when I lost all the weight. I pigeonholed myself into the same thing over and over again. And when I started branching out with uh, other things and, you know, a lot of other things happened, but it just it was so easy to go back into the old routines. So I want to make sure that what I do is sustainable and that I make good eating habits for the future. Because like I said, there's nothing wrong with going out and having a great dinner. Uh, It's true. Whatever you want. Um, But when I lost weight the first time, I think it was a solid six to eight months where I didn't go out to dinner once. That's tough. Yeah. So like family was going somewhere and I'm like, no, I can't. And that's that surefire way to fail right yeah. there. Well, opinion. I did it. I, I don't yeah, know where I had to get burned out. Yeah, I don't know where I had that incredible drive to do that. Like, I don't know where I got the motivation and the willingness and the just mm. all downright like ability to do that. But did you uh, have a girlfriend at the time. No. OK, because I was going to say that would motivate you if like you were like, yeah, I got this girl by being uh, all fit and everything. No, that wasn't until I lost all the weight. Once I was fit, I could go out to eat and I would get like a salad or something good. But it was like while I was losing the weight, which I was not in a relationship then, I didn't go anywhere. Yeah. And I mean, that's I was still living at home at the time. And I I had this is these were my keys to success. I had my drawer in the fridge and I had my drawer in the freezer. Right. Anything I was going to eat out of there had to be in those. I spent as little time in the kitchen as possible. And I didn't go in and out. So I would literally go in there, get whatever I wanted, heat it up, and then I'd leave. It wasn't, oh, I'm heating up my five-minute meal. Oh, look, there's some chips over here. That No, I would start the microwave and walk out. And that was... A huge help to me because then I had all the options right there and it was simple. Right. You know, oh, I'm hungry. I open up my thing. Oh, I've got an apple. I'm going to grab an apple. And I used to slice up all my fruit for the day and I had those containers. Yep. I carried it around with me. And it was that was this. That's what I need to do. And now that I it's crazy because now that I have my own apartment with my own entire fridge and all this stuff, I can't keep it stocked with healthy things. It's more like Whoa, whatever I want. Ooh, that looks good. Ooh, that looks tasty. So that was a huge boon. Um, but and I also was playing a lot more video games. You will also your kitchen your kitchen is your living room. Yes. So Well, yeah, and that was the thing is like back in the day, why I bring up playing a lot of video games is if I wasn't at the gym or working You were playing video games. So I could go for hours and hours and not realize I'm hungry. Yeah, that happens to me too, even. Yeah. When I'm playing video games. So now Actually, it happens when I'm working too. Yeah. Well, yeah. So now that when I get home, I feel like crap. So I don't want to do anything, not even play video games. I just sit there and think, God, I'm so hungry. Yeah. See, I don't do that. I don't get, I don't get the opportunity to do that. I come home and I work. I sure you do. That, that was some good content right there. It was. We did good. Did we? Yeah. 
We, I mean, there's, we still have more to do. Yeah. But I'm just saying, that was some good content right there. Good job. Yeah. Good so, job. Pat you on the back. You know, at some point, we'll see you on the in January if I actually do it and if I'm prepared. But All I right, think I so, can do it. So, in the spirit of that, mm. we'll both do diets. Sure. I'm going to do the carnivore diet. That Go would for be it. awesome. You know there is a carnivore. Diet, I know. Right? I know. I'm absolutely aware. But how how hilarious would that be if you went vegetarian and I went carnivore? Well, what would be really cool is if we were, you know, really quality content producers. If what we did is starting in January, the first, or how about for the month of January, I went vegetarian and you went carnivore. Let's and then do for it. the month of February, I went carnivore and you went vegetarian. And then we compared notes. I don't know. That would be super awesome quality content. Should we but do it? But you're, you're not going to go vegetarian for a month. Should we do it? I think we could. Should we do it? We should. Because then vegetarian, you would still get eggs and all that all stuff. Right. If we get one message from a listener... That says we should do it. Okay. One message. One message. I can get one message. If any of our listeners, unprovoked, message us on Facebook at the Babbleheads Podcast, I will go vegetarian in February. You don't have the guts. It's the shortest month of the year. (laughs) That doesn't bother me. I have the guts. I have the guts. And the gonads. Okay. I'll hold you to it, even though I know you're not going to do it. We're going to do it. If there's a message on Facebook in the inbox for the Babbleheads podcast. All right. Everything rides on you, listeners. Are we doing this? Am I going carnivore and vegan? And is Corey going vegan? Not vegan. Carnivore and vegetarian? And Corey going vegetarian and carnivore? Or is it not going to happen? We'd have to have to set some ground rules, but I I'd be down for it, man. Oh, we can we can do this. Cause what's a month of eating just meat Sounds compared awesome to how to we eat right now? Sounds awesome. I to mean, me. that's the thing. I is, mean, I can pretty I I mean I can pretty much do that. I can go to McDonald's and eat a carnivore diet. Yeah. So that means just I like a patty, please. No I'd bun. Like, I would no like lettuce. Could I have a double quarter pounder? With no meat, no cheese, no bun, no ketchup. You no. said no meat. I said no meat. Damn. <laughs> can, can I just have two can I, can hamburger I have a box? patties, please? Can I have a box? Well, we'd have to figure out what kind of sauces and stuff uh, constitute the carnivore diet. Yeah, we'll have to look into what's actually allowed. I think we'd have to set some ground rules. I feel like, yeah, I feel like meat and products of animals are allowed on the carnivore diet. Yeah. Which so would be like milk, milk cheese... Yeah, no. I, oh, dude. If cheese is allowed, I'm good. It sounds so easy. <laughs> it is going to be easy. I think, but we'd have to look it up. What are and you going to have for dinner? Well, I'm going to have a cheeseburger with no bun, and I'm going to have some slices of ham on the side. Yeah, I'm going to have a salad where the lettuce is ham. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a couple meatballs thrown in there. So, we should talk a little bit. Yeah, but I couldn't have sauce, right? I couldn't have tomato sauce. Oh, yeah. So, it'd be just a dry meatball. Yeah. Which is fine. Yeah. So, uh, we should talk a little bit about the carnivore diet. It is basically what it sounds like. Yeah. Um, It would mean that that for a month, Corey and or I will be able to eat nothing that doesn't come directly from the ass of an animal. Yeah. So... I want to point out, if somebody's thinking, well, I'm not going to comment or send a message because that sounds dangerous, I don't think it is. There are people doing it right now. There's studies being done. Nothing is saying, oh my gosh, you're going to die. Also, Especially it's not it's just, just a month. It's also chicken and yeah. lean meats, too. Yeah. Um, so I don't want I'm anybody gonna, to get the wrong have, idea. I'm not going to have McDonald's burger patties for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. No. Nah. Um, I think you can have eggs too. Yeah, yeah. I'm Any, pretty sure. If it comes, I think our version of the carnivore diet would be anything that comes from an animal. It's basically keto with no vegetables. Yes, is what is what I imagine it to be. Yeah, um, yeah. But we'll have to set up the ground rules. But what's kind of nice too is 
you will have an easy time with the carnivore diet. carnivore diet. So you'll have some tips and tricks and I'll have an entire month to come up with a game plan that works. So you'll have a feasible way of well, actually if this happens, I may off. actually be like we I will give you whatever 50 bucks a week or something to have your wife make me lunch. If uh, and I got to talk to Dan, because if Dan's doing this, I'm like, listen, can I come over Dan, and you show me the helps, way helps? Please, Dan yeah. helps. Because, again, I'm open to whatever. But I think if we treat it, you kind of get what I'm saying, where like if we treat it as a challenge or like, a, yeah, I, no, something I'm, like that, we're more prone to do it, which is sad because we're talking about our longevity and health. And we need something to convince us that it's a good idea. But I think, you know, what's cool is then maybe uh, maybe we document it, like do like something cool with it, too. Like more than just maybe the weekly check in with a podcast. You know, it could be a lot of cool stuff because I was thinking. Are you trying to are you thinking about trying hard right now? I'm thinking about, dude. So here's the thing. Yeah, it's kind of gimmicky. It's about uh, two vastly different diets. But it's also indirectly pushing us to eat better. Yeah. So if we can try hard and stick with it, what's the negative? Yeah, we have nothing to lose and everything to gain. Yeah. Yeah. It's a win-win. Yeah, and then after two months, we will both have tried... Two vastly Polar different diets, diets, but really like, cause that's, you know, when you look at it, you're like, well, a carnivore diet, you're just going to eat garbage. It's like, you can't eat chicken wings that are breaded. No. You can't eat you them can't, that are deep fried. You, you, you can't, well, you could eat them deep fried. Why can't you eat them deep fried? Olive oil. How, the oil, man. How they cook them. So I have to get my own deep fryer and deep fry them bitches in lard. Or you just get an air fryer. I have one. Yeah. Um, I, we'd have to see if preparing it, I, I think preparing it in oil would be fine. I mean, it's pretty standard to cook meat. You almost always use some type of oil, but then again, they might be like, you gotta use bacon grease. We'll look into it, but I also think we should track. I'm gonna have to start stockpiling bacon grease. Yeah. We should track our, um, use of like what we eat each day with my fitness pal. I think it could be really cool. Like document it. I'm down, but but we have to be inspired by the message of a Babbleheads listener. I'll get us a listen. I'll just, I know some people I can message. It's like, hey. No, that's cheating. Can you listen to this okay. week's episode? Right. And then they can decide. I will allow if it. It's worth if it. you say, hey, listen to this episode, I will allow it. But if it's, if it's, hey, bro, can you just message this podcast page for me, would you please? No, I'm not going to. That's do cheatering. That. That's, that's straight cheatering. I I really wish you would just say let's do it regardless of if we get a message. Nope, or not. I have to put some stakes in this. Get it? <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was uh, that was pretty interesting. But yeah, so I'm excited. I I hope we get a message. I think I can make it happen. It, it needs to happen. Yeah, because this will be some quality content. So then the question is: when we obviously do the vegetarian then carnivore months what's the next one is it keto and something else i don't know mate but maybe it's i don't know i don't know what it is maybe we'll like the diet so much that we stick with it maybe uh yeah so i think uh that's a pretty good spot to stop maybe in march i'll be a vegetarian you never know and uh i appreciate everybody for listening and Please, God, please message us because we need this. <laughs> we need it. Oh, and you know what we should do? That's what we should do. We're going to do daily check-ins on video on our phones. Sure. And then we'll comp- compile them at the end of each month and put out a video for the listeners. That sounds perfect. All, All right. right. Take us out, Bryson. <clears throat> Was that? Is that how we do that? No. Okay. All right. Later, guys. Later.